0: Welcome to the GBHBL Whiplash, the episodic series. Well, I said it now, it's completely changed. Um, so, this is the new look. This is what I talked about in the last solo podcast that I did um, a few weeks ago. I'm here now. You're not alone. Yes, basically. <laughs> um, we've switched it to a two weekly format, which I'm, I was thinking today couldn't have come at a better time because had I been trying to do the weekly ones with what's gone on with the site in the past two weeks, I wouldn't have been able to do it anyway because most of it's been sitting there trying to repair damage and fix problems that have come since we moved servers and so on, you know? And we're getting there, getting there bit by bit, you know? Every day I discover a new a new problem that then gets what feels like temporary fixed, but hopefully is getting there bit by bit. Um, it doesn't help, right? What doesn't help, I'm gonna bitch about this. What doesn't help is you kind of, you get everything set up and then WordPress has a massive update. And every other plugin has to follow suit and before and it starts breaking things elsewhere. Can be infuriating. But we're now, like I said, gonna be doing this every two weeks. It will be me and Brendan going forward. We'll still be playing new tracks. We've got six for you across this episode. We'll be dotting them in here and there and so on. And this week it's this week, yeah, this episode we have got tracks from Butcher and the Fog, Neurosis. Not that Neurosis either. Um <laughs> Northeast Bistro, Was it Bistro or Bistro? No, Erin non Day, ISA and Third
1: Island. Um it's a really, really, really different mix here, but well And isa is nothing to do with the banking format.
0: Is that banking format? Yeah, it's a saving ISIS. ISIS,
1: yeah, certainly <laughs> certainly
0: not. Um, in fact, I love the email that we got over this one where it was kind of like trying to sell it to us and it was like, oh, um, someone else described it as goblin metal. Goblin uh, metal. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like, I, I was like, alright, oh, cool, you know. I didn't get that from it, like why, why that term came up, but I thought it was funny. The guy was really we cool. All, we all love a genre, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Can't, almost like... Can't just be heavy metal, can't we? Yeah, <laughs> it's almost
0: like trying to find new ways to describe yeah. music that doesn't need that new way. It's like, okay, you know, what I find now, more and more bands are constantly doing the whole, you're not one soul thing, like your melodic death metal your melodic black metal your post
1: black yeah. and they also had like add-ons I, mean, I did a single review recently and uh, the band described themselves as black death metal but then, as an add-on with a hint of symphonic. Oh yeah, yeah, add-ons, yeah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: With, they say like with shades, like they'll be like, oh, with death metal with shades of hardcore and things like that, yeah. you know. And it, you know, it. Oh, oh, like I, I don't mind it because often it is like if if you can find that and it's like, oh yeah, that is a bit hardcore, like and so on. It, it, yeah, yeah. Fits. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it does sort of feel like we're trying to like, it's like, like.
1: In a way, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of pleased with it in a way because what it seems like I, there's a lot of genres, hell of a lot of genres. And uh, a lot of them i don't get mm. um and like you know by by putting these add-ons and doing it as a, like a, almost like a sentence it's like a descriptive for me yeah <laughs> rather than calling themselves something like completely crazy they've said we're black and death with a hint of symphonics so i'm like oh, okay i completely know what you're talking about now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You Whereas use... they could have called themselves something like degent or something like that and i would have been like yeah i have no idea no, what the fuck you're on about that is the case um so,
0: we haven't said at the start, but you should know by now if you listen to this, where are games, brains, and head-banging life? A head-banging life. I say it so often. GBHBO. Yeah, the thing is, I never say the full title anymore. No. You know? Um. Yeah, so GBHBO.com. Go to the site, check it out. It's there, and it's probably running better than it's ever run in the past now. Um. We, yeah. As I said at the start, we've moved servers, spent a lot of money a lot of time and effort into improving it, learning from a lot of mistakes that, I was making myself that i didn't realize stupid shit you know there was only a few uh, about a week and a half ago maybe a bit longer that i thought i'd lost everything after i made a colossal error thankfully it was yeah. easily repaired that would have been a sad day it
1: would have been uh, <laughs> god, I, oh god oh god I, I don't even know i don't even want to talk about it i mean if anyone listening to this has actually been to our site one of the things we pride ourselves on is the amount of content mm. not just that we put up daily but all original articles yeah, you know, this isn't reposting things on our site. These are all originally written articles. Yeah, we, we've... There are we, thousands of them.
0: Yeah, and we've recently like, had a discussion where like, okay, um, there's everyone's been a bit strapped for time recently. And it's like, okay, well, we might run out of this, we might run out of that. Okay, well, maybe we should go back to the older articles, you know, ones that were written, you know, potentially a few years ago and give them a refocus and just reshare on the social media stuff just to fill in the gaps and stuff like that. And I remember thinking, we've never done that. No.
1: To date, we've never I mean, done it. We've never done it. I, I say, I'm, you know I, I, I'm a great champion of yeah, I, are, doing yeah you are yeah yeah when we're under pressure and you know we all have we have real life pressures we have work and we have children and we have all the things that yeah. every other normal person has as well uh, you know we don't sit in a cave on like a throne made out of skulls doing podcasts no, right, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know uh, sometimes things can be relevant you know like there could be a I don't know the new saw movie coming out yep. Saw 428 or whatever it will be. And we've got old Thor re- reviews on there. So in the build-up to it, you know, posting a few Thor reviews, yep. it's, it's relevant. You you are right. And it is it is something that I'm like,
0: I think we should be doing, and I would do want to do. And it's like, it's it's not even the status, like things that Instagram and stuff like that. And I, yeah. I get into a groove, and then I get going, and then I get tired. And it's been a, like a long-ass week now. Thank fuck I'm off for 18 days now, so I can relax a bit, Yeah. Um, which helps. Um, but yeah, so continuing the theme, well, obviously, we already mentioned it. We're on all the social media platforms. Go to Twitter... Find us at GBHBL underscore official and follow us there. Um, it's well worth following us there because that's also where where we get our, where we stick out a bit more
1: extra content overnight UK time as well. Yeah, um, I mean that's probably one of the few places actually where we do not not necessarily relevant news, but things that we think are cool or important or anything like that. We'll also stick a little bit of news or or links to somebody else's tweets, you know, yeah. something like that that we think would interest the people who are into World Games. Yeah, that horror. Yeah, it,
0: it is. It is exactly that, and it's always kind of fun as well. And um, it's often like doesn't happen often, but I guess I'm talking about a recent one where you kind of get a little bit more debate going and so on. And you would have, you would have obviously seen the back and forth with between me and that
1: person, person. <laughs> over
0: Battlefield Five. You know, if you heard that already, and you, you've either already, if you know the game, you've either gone on one of two things. Oh, okay, you know the controversy, supposed controversy surrounding it. Or if you've gone, oh, you're the one with a woman in the front. Well, you fuck you, like that dude. Seriously, honestly, and I was trying to be the politest I could be, But it's like, oh my god. And it's just, I stopped, I stopped bothering to answer him when he talked about realism. And I was just like, this is battlefield. This is a video game. Like, I'm sure you can get World War Two simulators if you really care that much about it. And it's kind of like, god damn it, dude. God damn it. Yeah. But that's like I said, that's a controversy for the web anyway. That's well known now. Strange, strange, strange world we live in.
1: Yeah. It's gonna
0: get stranger. Yeah, yeah. Stranger. Um, then we're on Facebook, simply GBHBL. Find us very, very easily there. We're on Instagram, the same GBHBL. Most of our sites were on with uh, just GBHBL. Tumblr's the same, isn't it? Yeah, Tumblr's just GBHBL. Um, what else have I forgotten? Google Plus. Uh, um, YouTube, we're, YouTube. We're not. You wouldn't be able to find us under the Games because we're not got enough. Um, subscribers at the moment to have been able to change the stupid ass numbers. But pretty common if you search for GBHBL you'd find our videos and then find a channel through that way. Or just go to the fucking site and click the YouTube link and you'll go
1: straight there. Um, One thing we don't always say I guess at this time as well is that if you go to any of these including our site you'll find a way to contact us. So if you are in a band preferably playing some form of rock or metal preferably jazz music or something like that. Yep. And you're not been able to get your single reviewed or your album reviewed, and you'd like to get a little bit of press, then hook, hit us up. And uh, there'll be a cont- way of contacting us, an email or something like that, on all yep. of those sites. So, yeah, send us an email and we will review it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um for anyone no that's gets... uh, listening, we, you know, I know we've been a bit slow in replies over the last couple of weeks, but as, as we've said several times through this, we are playing catch up. um It's pov- with pride and sometimes horror that I'm like, oh my god, there's 40 fucking emails that I haven't looked at, you know. On in one day, that kind of thing, you know, and it, it, that, so like we will always get back to you. Particularly, um, not that I want to run down any of the PR guys who send us problems and stuff like that. But if you're on a band and you're sending us a mail and a message directly, yeah. in that sense, you will get noted, talked to first, more than more likely yeah. because you know we're talking to you and not just part of a mailing list. Yeah, um, so that's important. Yeah, and. That's it. Oh, I mean, if you really care, we're also on Google Plus. But who the fuck cares about Google yeah, Plus, right? Like, yeah, I keep forgetting it's there. <laughs> it's there. You never know. One day. Oh, yeah, and of course, um, this podcast is on SoundCloud and on Apple Music, uh, iTunes. Now, I have put a request in weeks ago to Spotify because SoundCloud is not one of the services they cover. Uh, they never got back to me. Right. So I don't know what where to take that one any further. It might just
1: be a waiting list, you know. Yeah, um, big, but, a big company in it so.
0: But yeah, you know, mainly I haven't done it yet. But mainly, you can restart the things like Stitcher and all that. They're all free and it's extra stuff added on. But yeah, that's where we are. So if you've got, you can you can listen to SoundCloud um, offline as well. So it's not really an issue yeah. on that front. Um, you can listen directly through the site if you so choose because they're always posted on the on the um, site too. And if you've got iTunes, wicked easy as that, simple yeah. as that um is what i go for my podcasts what else? what else what else what else oh um patreon now uh patreon we run a patreon it's again search for gbhbl excuse me we're drinking beer so there might be the odd uh but yep uh gbhbl uh underscore underscore what is it oh fuck uh gbhb we'll just search for GBHBL on a yeah. patreon it's <laughs> fucking easy to just go to our site there's a link there click on it yeah um be honest, we, we don't really offer any I haven't really gone through this in detail. We don't offer any rewards because we've been struggling and always struggle about where we can find and what we can do as rewards. You know, we have a bit of merch T shirt wise, um, which we've decided to take off the site temporarily while we were trying to improve things, so there's no point doing it. And it's like, well, we haven't got loads anyway. No. But the hope is, you know, we we will we will eventually come up with like with this podcast, like with a lot of things, once it's getting
1: the idea formed of how we can move it forward and go, well, what can we do? Yeah, we've got some ideas. I think the, the natural Patreon format of pay me X pounds a month and I'll give you content yeah. is really complicated to do because for sites like us because yeah. we're going to do write the review a few days earlier and send it to them like on a Word doc before we put it on the site. It, it doesn't really work. But there are things that you can do. Yeah. You know, things like you can do, you know, what I'd like to see us do, which we'll hopefully we'll do at some point is we'll create a little package, you know, a t-shirt, a few bits and pieces like that. And rather than it being a subscription, be a one-off donation of X amount. And you well, get a package you'll get our gratitude in the package yep yeah, that, that that would be um <laughs> yeah, that, no, that but be, we'll see with that I guess
0: yeah that's something that I think as well and um, the only other idea I think is um which probably will come into fruition hopefully sooner is that um subscribers patrons for like a very small amount will get things like that is podcast a day earlier yeah like that's what a lot of people do it's the only thing I can think that you know but then like I said we run a site when it's you know we said time and time again we're not even to profit all the money that's been paid we yeah. Well, thankfully, thankfully, we're, we're actually earning money in a, through ads yeah. now, you know, actually getting some money that way, which is nice. I mean, um,
1: without giving amounts away, what we're aiming to do is, and through the Patreon, none of this is about, oh, let's try and make enough money so we don't have to work. It's all about, let's try and make the site self-sufficient. Yep. Yeah. So if we can earn enough money a year to cover the costs of the server upgrades, the uh, bits and pieces like that, yeah. the hardware, then, uh, yeah, it stops. Exactly, yeah. Bank balances, basically. <laughs> yeah, but,
0: basically, that's it. Um, yeah. And if if you really don't like patreon there's a, another one more easy way which is use our PayPal Donate button and you can do a one-off thing or you can do a recurring thing if you really really want tile up too but of course don't worry about it if you don't want to we'll no be willing to strip on webcams yeah and we'll do we'll, do, we'll <laughs> probably do quite a lot actually yeah you know um right so I think that's covered every part of the the normal stuff at the start. Yeah. So, let's move on to the first track. Now, this comes from Neurosis. Now, it's not that Neurosis. This is Neurosis from Colombia and South America, who were founded back in 1987.
1: Um, I've never heard of them. Um, No, you don't really... Well, other than a couple of obvious ones, there isn't really a huge amount of South American bands that pop in my head. No, no, really. Other than, like you said, No, absolutely. Um, But the latest release is a three-track EP called... uh, I'm going to butcher
0: it as fuck, but I'll give it a go. Los... Las Centurias de la Muerte, which means the Centuries of Death, and it is out now. Now you go to the site and read a full review. But basically, a South American death thrash metal band. Um, and oh, excuse me, the first track we're going to play you is once it loads up because it's dun, now gone from dun, dun. Um, is El Guardian. So enjoy this. It's basically old school South American thrash.
2: Animales sobre un vaso Mertimista Ellos me vi Durante una mente
0: talk about some of the shows, these are every two weeks, we've actually been out and about in the last two weeks, going to some shows, um, well wasn't it originally going to be three but only turned out to be two in the end but we'll get on that, so I guess we'll start with the big one really,
1: um, Yeah, Machine Head, Yeah. how many times have we talked about Machine Head in this podcast, it, it, yeah. it's, not, it's not even done purposely this time, no no, I, 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 this might be it for a while now though actually considering no. they've finished their UK tour, yeah, so we were at the Saturday night at the Roundhouse in Camden, mmm, um sold out i think wasn't it, it, was I, think it was yeah, I, think I think it was at the end yeah i think it was both nights sold out yeah i think they did end. did sell out both yeah and uh i don't know really what to say about it. it was what it was machine ed being machine that they put on a bloody good show mm. it was very enjoyable it wasn't my best machine ed show i've ever been at i was surprised by rating i was surprised what do you think it would be higher
0: I thought it'd be at least a nine. You gave it eight point five, didn't it?
1: Yeah, 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 which is quite probably the lowest score I've scored. Machine, I reckon anything. so. Yeah, probably yeah, probably we're pretty close to that anyway. But yeah, there were problems. There were problems. I don't think they were that noticeable all the time, and that's the thing. It depends where you were um, standing at the back. The sound was awesome. Yep, like really, really big sound. Everything was crystal clear. But I spent quite a lot of time very near the front in yep. the pit, and it was shit down there. It mm. was shit. It was fuzzy. Well, you could see Rob's lips moving, but no real sound from really? the mic. And I didn't really think much of it. I thought it was just me. Okay. And it was only like the next day when I was like looking up. You've seen people posting things about it and that, and loads of people were saying the same thing. There were real problems. The machine they need to sort out their sound or whatever it was. Because there were some people questioning whether it was a venue. But we've been to the Roundhouse long enough to know it ain't the venue. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if it you know? was the Roundhouse. Yeah. So yeah, that, that that bugged me a little bit. Um I wasn't. Delighted with all of the set lists, I was delighted mm-hmm. with quite a lot of it. Don't get me wrong, we got Bastards, yep. which um, a few which of the was UK awesome yeah, yeah, and it was awesome. It was yep. as good as I was hoping it would be, yeah. I think that was probably one of the highlights of the yeah, night, yeah. We got to send <laughs> the shades of night, yep, yeah. You know, so we got a lot of the ones that you know, maybe maybe you might not have got, mm. which I was really happy with. Um, I really like their cover of uh, Maiden's Hallowed Be Thy Name, but it's not really, you know, there, there were like another 10 Machine Songs I would have preferred, yeah, it's in, that, in isn't it? And there were a couple of um in, in my mind i was going there for the catharsis world tour right and actually uh, considering the catharsis album has something like 15 tracks on it if i remember correctly i'm probably forgetting this now there were only either four or five played from catharsis the yeah album. it was it was no more than five for sure So that's out of like a potential 25 30 songs Yep. oh yeah i was just a bit disappointed with that i was like there were so many songs in that album. I hoped I would hear. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong; I was happy uh, that opening Imperium into Volatile. I thought was yeah, brilliant, it was awesome. Very yeah. very heavy, and like often with Machine Ed tracks, they do sound ten times heavier live. Yeah, you know, but there were there were just some tracks that I, you know I really really wanted to hear, and this yeah. is a good thing to come out of a gig. It's not a diss on them. I guess it's only a diss because. Maybe I could have had that one if you didn't play the Maiden cover. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know I mean? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, mean, I know when I was... they did. Like, it might. I think it was at Manchester. I think in Manchester they played like a seven and a half, eight, eight and a half minute long Metallica medley. Wow. Right. Again, great fun. But I'm. I'd be a bit like. You know, I was hoping I would get beyond the pale, potentially behind a mask. Uh, heavy lies the crown yeah yeah you know, i had all these songs of was like yeah it's gonna be brilliant and out of 15 tracks if you're touring an album i would expect to get half of it
0: i i, I agree know? on a three hour set yeah like, like it, it it begs the question and i suppose we talked about beforehand is it right that they continue to do this evening with machine head thing because they're clearly still seeing it as a yeah. we're just doing our entire I mean, back catalog
1: i got like i've got so many mixed feelings and they like genuinely i'm over emotional about it. I don't even know why I get emotional about it because on one side of it, yeah, absolutely, it's their right to do whatever the fuck they want, mm-hmm. and I don't go to any of these shows and come out thinking that was terrible. Wish they brought support. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the other side of me, the more, I guess, the rooted, trying not to be a super fan thing is, is like, uh, you know, the give somebody else a helping hand thing, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff. So, but, but on one side of it, it's like you feel. I feel like by demanding Machine they bring support out, what I'm also saying is. God, I wish Machine Ed wouldn't do three hours anymore. Yeah, basically. And that's where I end up torn on it. I'm like, no, because can't you bring a support out and do three hours? Have a support like five. Machine Ed do things differently sometimes. So how about Machine Ed finish, and then the support act come on to do a half-hour wind-down show or something like that? I don't know.
0: That is different,
1: yeah. yeah. I don't want to lose Machine Ed music out of the, the the set, you know, if, if you're going to look at a general set on them, I mean, you're going to say, right, if we're going to take out a half hour or forty five minutes here, yeah, what maybe an hour, what with switch over time and all that sort yep. of stuff, yeah, you'd say, um, what ten or six tracks would you like to see removed, and that's where it gets difficult, you're yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> well, I think I could, yeah. I mean, I, you know, well,
0: so there were like a couple of takeaways that I took from it. I, I'm actually in the same mind as you. I, I, if i had reviewed it, I might have given it like an eight. Um, based on certain things that I had, um, like you said, the sound was good in the back, but I, when it first started, I thought it was really muddy. Right. Um, but then, like I said, it's it's it, it it improved and it was fine. Um, yeah. I also like, I was in the pit as well at times, so I but by that point I was smashed, so yeah. I don't really remember much particularly sound wise. But I do remember like I can't stand. Is there anyone anybody out there? And yeah. they played that, and I felt like that was a waste of time. Yeah. You know. Um, but I said it at the end of the gig and I'll say uh, I stand by it I wasn't just drunk at the time it's too much Machine Head for me it's too much three hours is too much I was kind of sick of it by the end which um, is not a great
1: feeling to sort of have you know yeah I wasn't I just was you know I came out of it with a good problem I'm aware it's a good problem you know I'm doing what I would have done with normal bands who don't do three hours which is our oh I wish I got these songs instead yep you know that's all it is for me which is I did um, this didn't affect us because we were standing but I did also read, and I can I can totally see this now that I've read about this, about complaints from the upstairs mm. because machine head's uh, stage setup is set to be like a box, so they have walls on the side yeah. to make the kind of white like room you know the padded room okay oh right yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. i was a part so of, part of photo a lot of people were saying like on the machinehead forums and on the Facebooks and twitter and feeds and all that that basically if you were upstairs at the roundhouse yeah in the 20 rows either on the far left or the far right you couldn't see shit other really? than a wall really? that's it all you could see was the side of the wall and if rob or somebody or phil or some step right forward you might catch them but you couldn't see dave you couldn't see jared you could you know Huh? i'm so really they were, surprised by so that apparently then and, and you know, I don't know how far this goes because then it goes into social media, and apparently, then what a lot of people do doing who had seats where they were all trying to crowd standing up in the middle. And I do remember glancing up there a few times all and right. seeing everyone was standing up at the barrier. Oh. and I thought oh, that was quite surprising because usually they come and tell you to sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but they was all standing there yeah I just thought oh it must be because it's so packed but then yeah read right afterwards that, and it makes sense now when you look at the stage they had the big white backdrop but then they also had the two white sides yeah I'm trying so if to picture the stage, stage looking yeah. down all you were looking down on was a bloody white wall
0: yeah that's Do you know that's you weird, like you couldn't
1: it? see Dave the drum solo was going on for like oh. three and a half minutes and all they could hear was the noise it was like being like listening to a CD yeah, yeah. You know? so it didn't affect me but I can imagine that must have sucked for people that just paid like forty quid or whatever to go in there to see one of their favorite bands, and then you Absolutely. can't even see. Yeah, it yeah, that show. would have been. Yeah, that's that's. I'd have been very pissed it's off about that. You
0: might as well have just been at
1: home listening to
0: it under fucking live yeah, album I mean, on I the stereo. I would, I would
1: have. I would have probably had to go downstairs and demand that I, I go in there because my seats were like no longer visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, like you didn't buy a ticket. Like, you, yeah, it um, wasn't like an obstructed view. So yeah, yeah, you know exactly. That, like, like that, you're not a fucking stadium. So there are Definitely. a few few things like that. Like I, 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 you know, I don't want to be hard on the band about a, a thing that didn't even affect me. But yeah, you do. They do run-ups to this day, so, you know if you want to go all out with these huge sets and all that just check silly thing man but just check to make sure that when you put all these big obstructions up everyone everyone can still fucking see you know it, it's it is like you say it doesn't affect you and it I guess it shows i guess it's uh
0: symptomatic of how many times you've seen them that it gets to this stage now where you know it's going to be great and it was a great show no not, neither of us would ever yeah. say it wasn't a great show it's i mean great even you show.
1: didn't enjoy it as much as me but i've given it an eight out of ten so oh, for you know, sure it was, like, it was these are high marks these yeah like, it's it's the same like, it's not the best time
0: I've seen them but it was still a great show and mm. I'm come away as my highlights are similar to yours I was most happiest hearing like my memories of it i I can hear I'm hearing catharsis songs um yeah. just you know not trouble being but you no know, yeah 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 you can't the, son,
1: the song Catharsis, and that's probably Eek. actually one of the reasons that I was quite annoyed was actually because that of the songs that I would... This is the problem, it's personal taste. Yeah? Yes. There were a lot of people, from what I could tell, who were very happy to hear Triple B Oh, yeah. Very happy. So, like, totally right for Machinehead to play it. It's not, they shouldn't play what I want to hear. But when I listen to Three Catharsis. Three hours, they fucking should. But <laughs> when I listen to Catharsis, I'm like, you know, if I'm going to pull six songs out of that album, like, Triple B ain't getting anywhere near it. There's a lot of songs that wouldn't, you know, potentially even Volatile wouldn't, out of the songs I'd prefer to hear. It wouldn't have, you know? it wouldn't have. Yeah. So out of the songs that I wanted to hear, probably only two of them got played, which yep. is probably why I was a bit like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I can see that, yeah. staring at, screaming at the sun, there's all songs that like Hope He Gets Hope, all them ones, which I thought might get an air in. Yep. But, um, they that's just like, you know, you can't disabound because they didn't play exactly the songs I want. No, and... Because other people, it's not like everybody suddenly went, oh, God, I... Don't, like, is there anybody out there playing? We'll all go to the bar. No, no, people weren't fucking ballistic. Yeah,
0: and I imagine I was very much in the minority for that because it sounded solid live. It's heavier it it stuff like that. It sounded a lot that. better
1: live purely because the single, when they released it, it was minus Phil. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So you so said it, at the time yeah, it'd be better because so here of it. They've got Phil on stage adding the second heavier electric guitar, so it mm. suddenly sounds like a more complete and heavy song.
0: No, I, I yeah, absolutely. And I mean, on a sort of like end, of the sort of Machine thing on a positive, it was the first time my son had seen Machine Head yeah. live. So and you got to see them
1: do he looked like he enjoyed himself yeah like
0: him. i was uh, he shocked me once or twice by literally going oh i'm going to go to pit on his own he's like fucking 15. i was like okay yeah. and the shit pit was, you know the pit
1: was brutal so well done london yeah 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 it was yeah like, it was no wants... about. It. Like, well,
0: yeah. Can, well done to the uk tour i mean yeah. uh, you, you you follow them on facebook whatever you know they've been quite social media savvy now machine head um yeah and you see like the dates and you see the
1: pictures and all that. And it seems like it was a, the UK tour yeah, was a I huge mean, success. It, from what I can gather, at least all by one, maybe, but maybe all sold out. Yeah. It, may, it genuinely stupid as it sounds. It makes me proud because it was always the UK and Europe, but mainly the UK that originally took machine head to their hearts. Right. Uh, you know, when machines were dropped by roadrunner yeah, yeah, yeah all absolutely. that stuff, it was still roadrunner UK that kept them going. Yep. Yeah. You know, and now even all these years later, they come over here and every single show sold out. And I know they're selling shows out all over the place, but the venues they're playing over here are a lot bigger than these venues they're playing in the States. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're paying to like 800 people in some of these venues in the States. Not all of them, but some of them. Mm-hmm. And it's selling out. So the pictures of awesome, but it's 800 people. The Roundhouse is like a good few thousand. Yeah. And they did two nights and they're both sold out. Yeah. You know, a smaller country. Yeah, all right. Easier to get to the shows, I guess that means. But, you know, so yeah, I think um, Machine Head al- always been welcomed over here. Yeah. I look forward to the next one. I do agree with you, though, just ending on this last bit, that there is probably a point in time where Evening With doesn't work yep. any longer unless they play the songs I want. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Basically, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what comes next for them, you know? Um, yeah, I am mean, I, I presume guess... they're going to do... I would expect, right? This is what I'm predicting. So if I make a prediction, right, so they, they're, they're going to do what they did with all the previous albums and tour the shit out of it for the next two to three years. Yeah,
1: I'd imagine uh, they'll be... I mean, I know they've already announced... Um, uh, Australia, right, um, New Zealand date stuff like that. So, so,
0: go worldwide and then I don't know. Let's just say take six months off, and then after that, come back, do another set of tours. But it won't be evening with it, will be a different setup, and it will be more focused than catharsis, I reckon, this time around. Because, the effect, it would be the like so basically, yeah, if you sort of look at a three year cycle, the first year and a half, uh, or well, the first year ish is all this carrying what we did before, and then see how that goes. Success, great, whatever. Take some time off, and then come back and do it again but not necessarily evening with that's what i i, I can't see yeah, why you come back and do an evening with again you know with nothing new and fresh in it i don't know if that's going to work
1: uh it, right now we don't know that it would work because it's been three weeks or whatever since the show yeah yeah in a year yeah, and a is, half time, time soon yeah if you go oh machine are coming over to do another evening with you're not going to not go are you oh, in a year yeah. and a yeah. half time you're going to be like you'd be happy to yeah. go. You'd, you'd be like oh good having heard Machina forever it's been nearly two years or whatever yeah yeah so that's the thing is right now we're like yeah no it'll, we, we can leave it for a while but in a couple of years time if they come back and do the exact same thing again with my songs yeah like we'd be all over it yeah they'd probably sell out most of these shows again
0: yeah you're right it is it's it's that and it's just like a time away isn't it
1: yeah i mean they're gonna they're gonna tour the fucking life out of it first and they they've done, already done america they've done europe they've mm-hmm. done the uk uh i don't know what they're doing now i don't know if they're going back home and then they're going from there out to Australia. I know Australian days. So I'm pretty sure they were later in the year. Really? Yeah. Okay, so
0: probably made some time. Well, yeah, because I mean, at UK, the UK tour was...
1: I mean, like, from. Gone. did you see uh, Rob's post? I'm going to get all these numbers exactly wrong because I can't remember them. But it was ridiculous. It was like, you know, 120 shows in mm. 111 days.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know remember, what I mean? It's yeah. like
1: most of that time in between is travel time and... You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's, that's like, that's that's graft, isn't it? Well, yeah, it, it right, seemed like a graft. I know he had a bit of time off in in between for illness didn't he there, yeah. was, a, there was a period where his um was that's his voice was like, that's right he had to take a couple coming. of shows
0: up and and technically he got an easy note was it in bournemouth
1: yeah
0: um, that's southampton southampton where the geezer got injured in the pit so technically yeah. they had an evening off there yeah <laughs> so yeah but yeah so um if you were there let us know what you thought if you thought it was terrible or you thought my god that was the greatest machine head show i've ever been to yeah tell us we're wrong you are talking to one super fan and one fan here so you're, you know you you would get into a proper argument particularly if you're going to talk shit you know
1: yeah um, as, long as, as long as you make sense yeah yeah yes yeah, making sense is the important part yeah make it's, your it's, point it's all right to disagree with us it's just yeah. like you just got to be logical don't just say something stupid like i'm more metal than you or oh, something like that. oh you said yeah you know, all that's right. fine. yeah maybe you are maybe you are yep 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 i don't i don't we, know we, we won't go any further well, to I'm, that one well i'm more death black and symphonic metal than you
0: so, next track then. We're going to play another track. We're going to keep them coming thick and fast because we've got quite a few to get through. This one comes from ISA, as Brennan said at the start, not the banking.
1: Yes, no, this is not a high interest savings account. This is a band.
0: And the album is Chimera, self-released. It's a concept album, one designed to flow as presented into one seamless journey from start to finish. Chimera represents the organic, yet not altogether logical progression of our nightly visions. From nightmarish terror, darkness, and introspection through through towards hope and peace as you can tell i did not write that part that was that's the uh press part was um, an 11 track record from isa which includes an intro and an outro and it's like a psychedelic trip combining death metal with technically profound and progressive riffing that is my writing with <laughs> when the word journey is used and that is not an understatement i will quickly say about this album do go check this out right the dude is doing this all on his own what um i loved his email um top bloke that i thought yeah you know he's shares some of the values to us in a sense that he just wants to be something and he wants to do it his own way and he's working hard um and, and you know you get an album and you're like okay well i hope it's good i hope yeah. it's not crap you know or at least it's not just average because crap is crap we won't touch it we've talked about it in the past on the podcast but um average is often worse because it's kind of like you're not going to leave any kind of impression this is fucking awesome and um, one of the things that sort of sticks with me for this is that it, sells that concept of sleeping experiences perfectly from beginning to end like even that it ends with an an obnoxious alarm clock ringing it feels like that so i mean i absolutely love that i i think it comes across great I, i bought into that whole concept that he was going for and the track is lust which is my favorite of the album so enjoy continuing continuing the live side of things so last night um, I went to well well I went 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 to see Volbeat at the House of Vans now if you know Volbeat decided to announce a small intimate House of Vans um show free um, to members of the fan club which my wife is uh, a member of so she was able to get us two tickets um, and obviously you know it's Volbeat it was going to sell out now if you listen to this and you know the House of Ans, you know it's a tiny venue. I think it holds maybe 800 people. Now, what they have done in the past, I've been there once before to see Black Spider's final ever show. And at that show, we were told beforehand, through in the tickets and all that, we're going to oversubscribe. Um, so basically, we want to get in first come first serve. No worries. We presumed it would be the same for Volby. Uh, why wouldn't it be, right? You want, But it did sort of think, well, they're going to sell out anyway. So why would you need to oversubscribe with a band like that? tickets came got the tickets nothing about it um through their social media the house of vans implied there was not that was not the case it was not going to be about being oversubscribed or anything like that it was a matter of um they even answered some people who are asking what time of you be on because i may not be able to get anna to a certain time and they say no oh, they're not until nine o'clock now i was working early yesterday morning so i didn't fancy rocking up there at seven o'clock and standing around for two hours um so it's like okay cool we'll get down for about half eight we got over twenty past eight And there was still a bit of a queue, and this queue barely moved. We're talking about shuffling for 40 minutes, started near nine o'clock, got near the front and discovered that through listening in as well, me being nosy, listening in that they were full to capacity and they weren't going to be able to let anyone else in. They didn't tell me this, this is me listening in. Only no one was like, what's the score? Like, you know, what's the deal? And the guy told me, well, what we're going to be doing. We're not going to deny people access, but we're going to let you in and you can stand in the foyer area where there's a bar and you can hear the band, but you cannot go into the hall unless someone comes out. And it was just like, say what now? Like, <laughs> what, what? Like, why would I even bother doing that, right? So like the whole, we, we just, we went, fair enough, don't worry about it, and Wedding got a drink in a pub and headed home afterwards. Yep. Um. But it was like, we were talking about afterwards, what kind of idiotic fucking planning is that? This is not, black. right, no offense to Black Spiders, I love them, but they were Black Spiders. I get subscribing because you kind of want to hopefully fill out for the last of a gig. You yeah. want to have that problem with Volbeat. Plus, rightfully so, a lot of people got angry on Twitter and who were behind mm-hmm. us, because there was we were at the front when we got stopped. And there was probably about, I'd say 100 people, but queue, two different queues behind us who were behind us. And yeah. you, uh, when we turned to leave, everyone was kind of looking at us like, well, well, why did they them? What do they know? That kind of thing, you know? I did say, that, I just sort of say out loud, you're not getting in. Um, but like, so, so imagine standing in that foyer a- area where there's then doors which lead into this main hall. That's how the house of vans works. You have to wait for someone to come out who's leaving. Now bear in mind you're there to see the band. Why would you be leaving before, say, 10 o'clock? Yep. You wouldn't. But not only that, um, how the fuck do you organise that? Let's say there's 100 people standing in the foyer and one person comes out. Yeah. How do you decide who goes in next? Do we just stand there and queue again? It was just like mind bogglingly idiotic. Yeah, no, it's stupid. It's yeah, stupid. and they house the van's trying to defend themselves saying, Oh, this is our this is how this is our policy and it's on your tickets and some other guy called him up by putting a screenshot of his tickets where it says nothing about that. Whereas when with black spiders it did. And he say, Well you should have known that. We did think that. They told us differently. Now in the end, I wasn't that bothered. Don't get me wrong, fate had it that we didn't actually get home until like freaking late anyway because the Jubilee line suspended and everything. Um, so I wasn't that bothered because you know I was at work today as well. So it's not like I could have had a, had a decent drink and things like that. But it was just like what a shit show, what a stupid idea. I get over subscribing if you're worried about the band, but this was fucking Volbeat who can headline festivals in Europe alone. And a, and and last time they played here, played the Roundhouse. And you're what? You're worried they're not going to fill up at 1,800... 1,800. 800 capacity fucking venue. Stupid, you know?
1: Yeah, it is. And it, I've never been to the venue. Uh, I don't think I have anyway. No, I'm pretty sure I haven't. So it's under I, the arches at Waterloo in, yeah. in what they call... Um, I've, I've seen tagging it well tunnel. because um, Metallica played there, didn't they? That's right, yeah. It's like it's um, a special uh, kind of show there. Yeah. And I tried to get tickets for that, but that obviously sold out. Yeah. But that wasn't... um or at least I don't think oh no it was a free one but I don't know I don't know if it was organised any better or not you know but yeah no I'd be very pissed off if I was, especially if it was a band I particularly liked yep yeah. you know you're queuing up waiting to see them just to find out that you're not going to be allowed to come in
0: it would have been nice to have had an idea beforehand that was got in a case if they had sort of said to all the people look we're like yeah. their capacity
1: first come first serve yeah. basis on something like that yeah. and then everyone knows yeah and then it's simply it. you if you don't get down them down in time and you, yeah and you lose out you lose out it's on you then not on mm-hmm. the venue yeah Maybe more of an oversight with them telling, like giving information out than doing anything wrong. Basically, on night, yeah,
0: yeah, that... yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, one that I didn't have any problem getting into, uh, was Marduk, who I went to see this past week at the Dome in Tuffenall Park. Not my favorite venue because oh, not awkward to get to, it's just a bit further out. Yeah, and um, fuck, it was hot in there. Uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sort of say, call, well, I'm gonna, fuck. no, fuck it put some deodorant on. I will, when I opened the door to go into the actual venue, all I got hit was like this stale smell of BO and shit like that. And now I'm not particularly a Marduk fan. I went to this, um, for the, for review purposes purely. Um, we, we, you know, we, we were asked to go review it. So we got free tickets to it. And it was like, cool, I'll go, I'll go. Why not? You know, I'll go see Marduk. Um, I know of them. I know they're a black metal band, um, yeah. less, more of an old school, uh, fast that kind of fast black metal. Yeah. Um but no. going into it, I was like, wait a minute, what 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 happened recently? I was like, what happened recently with them that was like there was controversy, you know what you're trying to remember? And I ended up remembering afterwards and it was to do with um two members of the band having been accused of buying Nazi memorabilia. Alright. Oh, okay. Um online, which they've denied and said he've got no association with, which to me pretty much, you oh, know sh- there's no
1: there's no real story there. I um, tried to buy some Nazi memorabilia the other day. Really? Online a band though. Huh yeah, I was just was kind of like military stuff, so I was looking up military cat badges on eBay and there were a few from uh, like replicas from the sort of SS cat yeah. military cat badges Yeah. There. So yeah, I was looking at it, picking up a few. I don't, right, yeah. I don't but, know if that's a different sort of thing. I think that, it should, is, I, should I expect a knock on the door any minute?
0: I think the site they were using was like associated with like modern problems in that side of like, you, yeah. know, um, you know, far right, far right groups, that kind of thing. Anyway, like, because, like I said, the band denied it. it was, I don't think there was any real proof. The story kind of died away. So it didn't really, you know, it didn't really affect my thing. I was kind of like, you know, I, I know there's always association with certain black metal bands and things like that. You know, I'm trying not to get too focused on that. Yeah. I was there for the music. Um, they were only on for an hour, and I pretty much got there 10 minutes before they started. Um, I was like, I was kind of like, oh, my God, I wonder what kind of, like, crowd were going to... It was really a real weird mix, man, and not what I expected, you know? Put it this way, like... I expected a, a crowd full of what you'd call true black metal fans, you know what like I mean? Like, and- yeah, like the full on, like the patches on their jackets and stuff like that. Or, or the mosh, just stand there looking angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and the first dude had sort of patch jacket, like, you know, you had, had the big ones to cover and all that, but the big thing on his back was Dimmu Borgia. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, you know, I, I love Demi. And well, I like Love <laughs> That's the wrong word nowadays. I like Dimu. Um, and they're kind of you know one of my influences in the get a black metal, but I'm sort of like, you know them and them and them and the likes of Marduk and Watain and stuff are like the pole polar opposites. You know if you were a cult black metaler, like you you yeah. look you down your nose at Dimmu. You know, and there was like just a it was a weird you know you I, you saw plenty of people like you know who, who would be what you'd call your token token black metal fan. You know and you know live in your basement and only listen to true black metal and everything else is shit and yeah. judge the only reason and stuff like that. plenty of that but yeah it was busy it was packed um you know not not like terribly so but um yeah i ended up quite enjoying quite a lot one of the things that kind of like surprised me about it was quite i didn't realize quite a charismatic um as a band they were and i can't remember the front man's name so i apologize for that but um oh that's it it's more more, more t- mortis but with two u's um well, he sort of sticks to the script and stuff like that, you know, um, London, are you awake? You know, stuff like that. He was more chatty than expected. He was charismatic on stage. He moved around a lot. He had, you know, he used his hands and stuff. I was well, a bit.
1: That's him gone commercial then, hasn't he? Yeah, I was just like. You know,
0: I was, was ex- I was generally expecting a walkout, play our yeah, music, yeah. walk off. The only thing I thought was really, really odd about it was they basically had two encores. And the first one was 40 minutes in. And they left the stage of forty minutes in and I I was sort of like looking at my phone and it was like, Well I know i supposed to be on to this time. Yeah. So it was like I did and they, they came back out, did some more
1: songs, went off again and I was like, I've still got like I think then they had like fifteen minutes left. The little tip for any bands that are starting up on this thing, encore is a call cool in a retro kind of way. But mm. these days we all already know through social media in advance what time you're starting and what time you're finishing. Yeah. To get off the stage 20 minutes early to trick us doesn't work. We all just stand there because we know you're not done. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? absolutely. So as much as I kind of like the idea of the encore and chanting the back on, it's kind of lost its magic because we know you're not finished.
0: Yeah, yeah, we you know, we know so, that. Um, also, we, I think we talked before in this podcast, if you are going to do an encore, you are going to do that, make us work for it. Yeah,
1: make us work for it. But also yeah. make it believable. Yeah, like yeah. For example, if you all go off the stage, but all your lights stay off and all your lights stay yeah, 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 yeah. off, and there's a little buzz of like the uh, amplifiers in the background... You know, you go off and then walk straight back on, which some bands do, like, go off and then seconds later they, hey, hey, we're back. Yeah. And it's like, we know you're not going. Yeah. The thing that you used to know in the old days at a gig, when it was really done, when you didn't know, you know, you'd be like, we can keep trying to get them back out by chanting mm. and chanting. And the time you knew when it was done was when the lights came on.
0: Yes, yes. Why not just like, as I, 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 I don't know if they're worried that they might actually convince some people, why not send a fucking roadie out? Just to not necessarily start to make it, like if he comes out, people might go, oh, you know, I, well, I do worried that people might actually believe that and start, but then we all know the lights up is when things are done. Yeah, yeah, so, that's what it is. When, yeah. the,
1: when the main lights come up, it's done. Mm. But you could do things like kill the stage lights or something like that to make it like give the appearance of, are they finished? Are they finished? Yeah, yeah. You know? um, yeah or I, uh, just don't bother. Yeah, or just you know, don't that's bother. That's the thing, because like that is the problem now. Like we go into a gig, in the past you didn't know this stuff. You didn't know what time the band was going to be on. You didn't know anything like that. Mm and you know, now you go in you know when the door's open you have an idea of when you can get in yep. there quite cleanly you know when all the bands are playing the change over time then the time when the next band's due on including the time when it's meant to finish Yep. you know so you're going in like kind of pre-arm with it yeah if the, yeah if the gig's due to finish at 11 and the band are due to come off stage at 11 and it's half 10 and they go off stage nobody's falling for that <laughs> no, I, and that's why people have stopped chanting to bring them back out because they know they're coming back like they've still got half hour to go mm-hmm which is a bit of a shame because I used to, yeah, you know, that's quite enjoyable, is not it? We still,
0: you still, you know, it can still be quite fun. Um, you know, Machina did it right. Machina, back to them, you yeah. know, in that regards. Yeah. Um, but you are right. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's not really to, nah. not really to my taste, and I can only listen to so much of it before I get a bit bored of it because it's, you know, it's. I'm it's not sure
1: I would have enjoyed that. I, I, I might have enjoyed. Sorry, I might, probably would have enjoyed the band. I would have enjoyed the music, but the venue for me. Um, like you said, it's a bit further out of the way, but it's quite cramped as well. Man. Yeah. It's quite, it, for a sold out show in there and it's been pretty muggy, hot weather mm. over here as well. So yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I think mean, I would have struggled in there. The, um, the, the
0: one memory I kind of have for it. So I think I'd got to get a second beer. So I'd kind of lost where I was standing. So I kind of made, I ended up standing behind this, um, this woman and this man um, who, it, you know, without being a dick about it, didn't look like they belonged there. I mean, in the sense of what they were wearing. Um, she looked like she was um, going out on a night out, like Canary Wharf, that kind of oh thing, right. so on, so. You know, but each to her own, the fans were ever basically, either she was drunk or on drugs or something, she was trying to dance to it, yeah. like, dance to it. We're talking, like, hand in the air, moving her body, like, that kind of thing. And it was so distracting that I ended up having to move, because I couldn't, you know, it's like... Uh, film music, how you want to film music? That's yeah, yeah. you know, and that's fine. Mm. But it seemed so odd and so off, like yeah. weird. Like it just seemed like, did you just wander in? Well, you walked past it and went, "Yeah, come on, h- honey, let's pop in and see
1: Marduk." You know. So uh, so what so 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 what you're basically saying is that. You had to move to a different part of the stage because you couldn't take your eyes off the nicely dressed bird dancing she was she was in front of me she was right in my, you know you like the stage is higher up there so it shouldn't be too bad but stop watching her i'm gonna have to watch the band I'm yeah yeah that... <laughs> <laughs> it was so distracting yeah uh, it's a strange thing you don't expect to see it like you said each to their own and that but you know it's not being stereotypical or anything for that we, we know what you get at gigs we know what you get yeah you know mostly the birds if they are there they're gonna have like some huge rucksack on their back and just getting your way off the club. Yes, there was a fair few <laughs> rucksackers
0: as well. You know, Yeah, I'm not um
1: it's nothing wrong with the venue. We've seen two or three bands there and it's an okay venue, but uh, yeah, I'd rather not bands not be there. Yeah, because to be honest, it's that little bit further like you said, but that's not really the issue. It's just I find it quite cramped. I don't like the booths on the side. you hmm Um Yeah, where the merch stallers as well, yeah. you, stupid. It's just yeah, it's a I don't, I don't for a band, I like guess for the for for Marduk, it's probably the perfect size yeah yes, yeah i don't know maybe if they'd stepped up to the forum or something it probably would have been too big do you think? i or... think so
0: yeah 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 because there was plenty of, like there wasn't i i plenty of, i could have stood wherever i wanted to oh, just right, with right. a few excuse me's and stuff like that it wasn't like i i felt like oh i was stuck here but what um it's similar to oh god it, what does another video I can't remember, but similar in the sense that the bar is right by the doors when you first come in yeah so that's the area that gets the most busiest yeah so it pays like to quickly move over to the other side of the fucking room yeah. where it's a bit quieter. That's that's it's it's one of those venues. Everyone just grabs a beer and stops dead, you know. Um, but yeah, like I said, it was good. It was a good show, and um, we've got some we've got some stuff uh, coming up. Actually, not. We'll talk about that afterwards. We're gonna play another track now. This one's a bit different, following on from the last two. We're going to indie rock now, and this is Northeast Northeast Bistro. Um, who are back after a seven-year absence? Now this is an awesome story it's because it's one that saw their lead singer lose his left leg in a terrible work accident, and basically to celebrate their return, they're back, they're ready to go again, they want to do it. Um, they released a brand new single called "Sing Your Heartache," which was recorded in January. It's a sort of three minutes of soft uh, melancholy. Uh, melody in respect of rock it's an emotional tune it's got some good dual vocals um, like I said it's a bit different to the metal side of things you would play it's more rock I'll than anything else never say we're closed minded absolutely <laughs> not I think this song is very 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 good um, it's called Sing Your Heart Out by a Northeast Bistro check it out So just before we play the track, we're going to talk about the fact that um well we'll mention we'll talk about it obviously in the next podcast, but in a matter of a few days, what five days, five six days, um we'll be going to see Zealand Ardor at the Village Underground,
1: which is a venue I have no clue about. Never even well I've heard of it only through the Zealand Ardor. Yeah army. yeah basically <laughs> yeah I have no idea about it. I kind of looked it up a little bit and I got the uh, uh, impression that it was used for it's like a club kind of rave venue or something like oh that. okay so it's not like a part of the normal metal rotation um yeah so i'm not i'm not really sure i'm also not sure what's going to be going down there because he's still he's still talking about um the big surprise
0: mm.
1: when isn't is the album out tomorrow uh what's the date tomorrow's the no, first I think it's the week after okay so okay it's, it's very very soon anyway yeah very yeah. very soon in the next week or two, <laughs> it could be tomorrow for all I know. But yeah, obviously I've reviewed the singles. Yeah. Very very good so far. So far you're quite happy. Yeah. To, yeah. Yeah yeah I mean, I'm looking forward to the show. Mm. You're lucky enough to see him them them before here's yep. them. That's the thing. Although, who the rest of the members of the band are, I could not tell you. Um. Oh yeah yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah. So uh, might be on my first time seeing them on it? So, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. Like what the they're very good at what they do. I'm, I'm sure the venue's not going to be huge. I can't oh, imagine can't it's going to be a fucking yeah. massive one. No. So it should be a nice, you know, five to eight hundred to a thousand people. All the best songs from Devil Is Fine. I imagine we'll get a fair chunk of music from the new album. I reckon so, yeah. Um Really hoping they play Waste. Really oh. do, because I think mean that's just going to be... <laughs> it's one of the singles that's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Be. I mean, it's going it's to shake shake the fucking shit, sure. especially if it's not used to metal in that venue. Oh, wow. Yeah. We've been to God. a few venues before where like the security aren't used to being metal security That's and right. stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Get a little bit. So like... they'll be all like, Oh, this is quite nice. Devil is fine. Mm. You know, And then all of a sudden they play waste so be like, guys. Can you all stop fighting? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Sort your lot out. But yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I am. Um, it's Monday night and it's probably yeah, that's the only why. thing I'm not looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, it's a
0: Monday it. night. Yeah. That's the one sort of thing. Hey, yeah. I'm I'm off work, so don't bother me. Yeah,
1: I'm not. It's my first first day uh, of work, and that's so you going back in for like a full four day stretch oh, after Yeah.
0: It. Well that same week, um, I'll be going to see the lazies and the Lockharts. Um I know nothing about these guys, it's for a review, but I'm going to bone up beforehand because I should be interviewing them for oh, our cool. YouTube channel. Where's this at? Um, it's at the Black Heart in Camden. Oh, um, regular rotation for you now. It is becoming, it? yeah. Well, that's because they just have so many, some of the bands that we support and have followed and reviewed and stuff like that. Um, the Black Heart's a great venue for them. It's small but not tiny. You know, it's a nice little step up right in the heart of Camden. Because I think like a few weeks later after that, I'm now going to go see another band we've been in a site called Zornium, which are at the Black Heart. Right. Um, they're all you know they they're awesome. Um. And although uh, oh, it's way, way in advance as well, Windrose, which is um who we saw at Bloodstock um last year. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, what they well, they actually uh, get classed as Dwarven metal. Dwarven metal. Yep. But they're, a, they're they're a folk metal band in mm. the kind of region of an Orden Ogan or someone like that. Yep. You know, a bit heavier, kind of a bit more more distortion and all that than say your Blind Guardians and and a little bit cleverer than your i don't know your dragon forces and that yeah. so it's very very good though italian band as well which is a bit of a strange one yeah it is the, actually you know, yeah yeah really get... well maybe you do but i've not normally come across an awful lot of um power no kind of no folk i don't vote metal coming from italy but maybe because no, no you think
0: of the scandinavian countries when you think of That's power and know, folk yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like
1: absolutely. that you know but well, they're great um, fun but yeah i enjoyed them yeah enjoyed them i'll probably um well hopefully depending on dates and that try and grab a ticket to that as well you've got um um planning haven't bought the tickets for yet friday the 6th of july there is a pretty tasty looking power metal night at the boston music room Mm. headliner and main support two bands i don't know an awful lot (laughs) about at all headliner is visigoth um from salt lake city and then below them we've got arkham witch but the band that i'll be going to see more than anyone else is dream troll from leeds uk yeah um they're your yeah, base, they're, man. Oh, I, think, <laughs> they're, I think they're great It's yeah. proper like old school retro he-man master of the fucking universe man man of war sort of um power metal you know it's great fun they also seem like you know when you're like uh, they're they're active on social media they have a laugh they yeah. look like they're enjoying themselves it's not the, yeah. world, the world is not so fucking serious they're having a great time um yeah yeah i'd like to see them. i didn't think i'm um, they did a lot of shows in their own, home area <laughs> a lot of shows you see a constant yeah. rotation of them they are this is like one of the doors opening at 7pm you know they're probably going to be playing ten, 10 minutes after that yeah so if you do want to see Dream Troll make sure you get down early here's the thing though the
0: venue and considering the bands in the lineup, up um, it ain't going to be a problem and um, you know uh, maybe we can use some of our site pulling power yeah. to have a word with them and say well look we really really want to get in and make sure to review your stuff
1: well yeah I mean, I'm not going to lie the only reason I haven't bought a ticket to it so far is I keep checking our inbox to see if we get off Did one um, live evil night did he even so, have PR though that's the thing Aren't well no but Visigoth uh, sorry the, the promoter is live evil night or live evil night right I'm not sure it's hard to tell Um I'm not sure who they are to be honest with you so I don't, the name doesn't ring a bell it doesn't so ring a bell no yeah, so I might, I might have to buy a ticket to this one, but to be fit but I'm happy to do that. The tickets, yeah, are cheap. tickets are cheap eleven quid, three four hours of epic power metal. Uh, Friday night, yep. yeah. What's not to enjoy about that? That's yeah, it is so. pretty
0: solid. Yeah, one of the things I've noticed as well this week is now bands have started announcing um, dates for 2019. Have you seen that
1: already? But, yeah, um, not, I haven't even like planned further than. Kind of well, the end of May at the moment. Yeah, right? like the, but, uh, there dude. was quite a few. Like at the end of the year, like things like Nightwish and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Um Playing you know, Clutch playing like Friday the twenty first of December. All oh, right, okay. and stuff like that. But um your favorite band, uh, Good Charlotte, are now going to be playing. Oh, um, I love them um, on Wednesday the twenty of twentieth of February twenty nineteen. I really hope they
1: play their new song. Yes what they're playing though? What <laughs> venue do you reckon they're playing? Good Charlotte, uh, Alexandria Palace. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Alexandria Palace, you already know. <laughs> I looked it up, oh, I, sake. I saw that they were doing a tour. Oh. Um, I saw that if... uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what I read on this, because I didn't go too deep into this, but if, if it might have been that there's more to it. But um, when I was trying to dig out some information, I was trying to see if any members had changed, all that sort of stuff, yep. like where, where they did the exact same Good Charlotte as back in the day. And anyway, I ended up on their website, and I was trying to find a link even though i really don't like the song yep. we always try to put a link in there where you can go and pre-order the new album because it might be your thing yep yeah i'll well, be very surprised if it was and you were reading our site you know maybe you've picked up the latest teenager girls magazine really? uh... i didn't like it well no <laughs> I, I, I don't like it either and i didn't like is, the last album when i was on their site i couldn't get a pre-order link because in order to be able to pre-order the album or get pre sale tickets to the show which is when i saw about the show you have to be a gc member oh uh, a member of the gc fan club is that what it's called uh, gc the G- charlotte gc okay uh, yeah it might have just been that they had it up as an acronym but that's what it said gc on it okay and that's a one-off payment of 50 quid
3: mm. <laughs> fuck
1: now i don't know if that is a one-off forever or if that's an annual subscription or anything like that or you know but yeah i was like okay what is it? So I, you know, I saw this membership. I was like, "Oh, I wonder what this entails." I don't know what you get for it, right? Other than access to the pre-sale stuff, I don't know if you then get like, a... you Pretty know, bag, a whole, yeah, yeah, a whole heap of cool shit. But yeah, all, for me to be a member of your fan club, I have to pay you fifty pounds. Right. Like, mm. Yeah, that's not. Free. I'd like to know a lot more about it. I'd certainly yeah, like it's to know a lot, lot I I don't want to ruin it on it because I didn't look into it deep enough. And all, but instantly when I saw that. It kind of you know, It reminds you of, of, of things like Papa Roach's crowdfunding, yeah, place, yeah. yeah. Um, Guns and Roses prices for 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 box sets, and and then you think like, Do you want to buy a ticket for Good Charlotte? Well, it might sell like, out. If you want it early, you can give us fifty quid, and then you can have a ticket. I'd be
0: really surprised if this day and age that if it did sell out. Like, I, I'd I be think surprised a,
1: if it doesn't sell out but I'd be very surprised if Good Charlotte are playing the show at Alexandria Palace on their own. Yeah. It'll okay. be them and someone, someone else. Big, like, yeah. like the last couple of gigs we've talked about there have been that exact thing that it was uh, Architects plus While, while she, she Sleeps. sleeps yeah um bullet for my valentine plus Wait, you, um, you meet six no, n- no um me, of mice it? and men of mice and men yeah so it's like a double no you're right
0: and even go back a couple of years ago i saw uh, alice in chains with yeah. ghost yeah you know and so
1: yeah i'd imagine it's it's good charlotte and it's going to be somebody else probably underneath them but it'll be like a co-headliner rather than a you know a tiny band yeah it'd be very brave for them to try and sell tickets to J palace on their own, on their own wow tour, yeah, yeah for sure yeah
0: but yeah, also Doro. Doro's announced March next year as well. Okay. Um but Doro. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we'll, we'll likely see her at Bloodstock anyway. She's one of the headliners of Sophie um State. Yeah, yeah,
1: we'll definitely catch her at Bloodstock. Yeah, I've never seen um, I've never seen a live so... Yeah. Do you know no, I'll be honest with you, I don't think it, it it's good to know that shows are coming up. None of them shows are gonna sell out before no. before the date. Like before a month before it. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know what bands think sometimes, or record levels, or whatever it is, but like most people, when you get to November, people are thinking about the money they need for Christmas. That's right, yeah, yeah. They're not thinking, like, you know, now. They're all saving their money for the shows that are happening now, and the festivals, and holidays, and all that stuff. Yeah. No one's thinking, like, oh, yeah. I better get me January, February, March 2019 tickets
0: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Like, who really is going, oh, yeah, I've got to get my Dora ticket for next March? Yeah,
1: do you know what I mean? Most now. people are going to be going, well, I'll, I'll come back to that, and I'll look at it at this point. Mmm. But yeah but yeah I mean just keep
0: watching the space as um the festival season approaches and as they pass uh download now is i think what two plus weeks away um don't forget to check out our download episode or previous one to this and um, for all our thoughts on that uh with once it's out of the way there'll be more and more um more and more shows being announced particularly out probably through the um like autumn time yep. september onwards that kind of thing because it's still pretty sparse when I Sort of sitting there looking at tickets and thinking, Oh, um, we've got a bit of money to spend, let's buy some tickets. I'm struggling to find things, you know, I'm not paying £50 to see garbage, even though I only like one song of theirs, that kind of thing. But yeah. Right. Another track. Moving on. Moving Back on. to the metal, the post metal and doom, with <laughs> the Limerick Irish band, Third Island, who were formed who formed in 2015 and, and Basically, have been honing their craft, resulting in their debut album, Omi Laz. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Omi Um Yeah, so debut album is out now. Don't forget that it's drawing. We talked about it to start, and here's a great example of a band that draws from a wide array of influences that include doom, post rock, shoegaze, sludge, and stoner rock. You know, if you hear all of that and you think, "What the fuck." Um, listen to it you, you might get a lot of that I certainly did it's dark, moody and it's filled with atmosphere it isn't your conventional post-metal release that's the important thing to sort of think about is it's a really fucking good album uh, don't forget as well all these tracks we're talking about you can read the full reviews over on the site um, this is their lead single and it's called Procession Tomorrow, well, today because you listen to us today, um, we're not gonna be delaying these podcasts anymore. We'll record them and then they'll go up the next literal day. So today, um, Ghost have released a new album, pre prequel pre- prequel. Why do they? Yeah, why can't they just give normal names for their Cause stuff? Because they're so cool. <sighs> That's what they are um yeah it's out um we will have this review hopefully as you're listening to this you're reading the review because i'll probably get up in the morning and do it straight away i'm doing it by the way I need yeah to tell you it's that. probably best that you do it yeah you did the singles I, i'll take over the album See, so yeah. see how this results we can see what, we can have one of those nice differences of, of opinion. here's the thing right going off what's coming so far right? I, I really really like rats right. i really do i think it's a great song but I am not a fan of... What was the next one
1: called? Dance
0: Macabre. That's right. I don't particularly think that... I, don't, I think that's just an, an average ghost
1: song. Like, right. nothing special. It's an average song. Well, <laughs> I, not even just an average ghost song. It's just a fucking... Butt average song, man. Mm, but I'm not a fan of Rats either, so... Yeah. Which, um, I think rats is great. So, I'm expecting good things. I mean, the thing about Ghost...
0: Other than Maloria, I always found our albums would always have at least one or two tracks that didn't really kind of like do much for me. So I'm yeah. kind of hoping um, Dance Macabre is that track. Um, yeah, and the rest is just pure gold.
1: That well, said, um, yeah, you know, I, I, if I remember correctly, I didn't actually despise Rats as in I didn't like it. But yeah, I, I, I think I remember writing something on the lines of like it's not the worst thing I've ever heard in my oh, life. Oh, which is a you compliment. Know, I don't absolutely hate it, but you know it's. Uh, uh, I I do I really dislike um, Dance Macabre. Yep. I really do. I don't. I know like um, people. There's been, there's been there's been a few comments on that. P- perhaps I uh, misheard the lyrics of the. Oh chorus. right, yeah, that's right, yeah. Because I, I I I feel that the song is very very cheesy. Mm. and I feel that the lyrics are cheesy and everything like that. And I can't remember what the exact uh, lyric was. Oh. Uh, something in the chorus witchcraft or something like that um, what was it it's about bewitching that's right he said something like I just want to bewitch you uh, which could also sound like I just want to be with you yep which I hadn't got confused about that I didn't care if it was be with you or bewitch you the song as a whole I felt to be cheesy right and I still do now and uh, I remember listening to it and I remember thinking like almost if they didn't look like Ghost yeah if they looked like Europe or Def Leppard I'd probably be like, this is an all, all right B-side they pulled out from a fucking studio session back in 1983. Right. But it's not. It's Ghost. It's a modern band with this image that they have. And I noticed the image doesn't necessarily reflect the music and all that sort of stuff. And I listened to it and I think, like, for what? If it was that, I'd be like, yeah, it's an all right rock song. You know, you play it after Skid Row and uh, maybe Bon Jovi and stuff right. like that. And if people accepted that that's what Ghosts were, I'd probably like Ghosts an awful lot more what i'm so sick to death of hearing is about how these guys are the genre changing world altering this that and the other Mm. with dance macabre what genre are they changing like fucking pop or something i don't don't get it i'm i I love i love seeing them live i Mm. didn't think i would i I remember standing there with you at bloodstock last year thinking like here we go and now can i slip off and you know you're adamant like you ain't going nowhere you're going nowhere i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch it and i found the whole thing immensely entertaining Yep. i really did i enjoyed the music i enjoyed all of it as soon as i come out and i put it back on headphones and i try it and i do try it i do try the listening songs i don't literally go into these trying to ruin them uh i try it every time and i'm just like it's not happening here there is no magic here i so, this is this is i
0: reckon it's got to be up there's one of the, like i said one of the bands we just cannot find some any common ground in because no. i what you what you say i'm just kind of like i uh, I I think they were genre changing. I don't think they are anymore. I think we talked about it previously. We talked about Ghost and Length, where I basically said I think the possibility of them reaching the higher level is already gone. This is their fourth album, yeah. Um, and I'm not seeing anything here so far that's going to push them up another notch. In fact, it's argu, it could be arguable once we hear what the full album is. Going off what we've heard, this will be a very good Ghost album.
1: But that's it. Do you see Possibly. what I mean? Possibly. And um, I mean, uh, generally a bit of advice for Cardinal Copia yeah. or, or, or any, anyone who he wants to be today is that people tend to put singles out as li- these are often the better tracks on the album because they're trying to draw people in. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that th- that doesn't mean that then you're going to listen to the album and find songs that you prefer. But if Ghost, yeah. as a band... Or which is really cardinal copia and everyone else fearful of being sued at any point oh don't say don't no, say sorry, that I'm sorry, I'm sorry i'm sorry i couldn't help it I a <laughs> little dig in there Yep. um if they sat down and they looked at their album and they went right what ones are we going to push out a single let's go for rats and dance macabre that'll drag people and see, that makes me worried for that album even more so
0: no see i think that i think the opposite in that front i think they went for okay well rats is our experimental um a bit more experimental a bit more different ghost whereas dance macabre is like they work for two quite opposite kind of things. Where, yeah, which, is very much, other, yeah, which is very much which is very much what ghost albums are often like, you know? Um Ghosts have never put a single out, um, that has ever been even close to my favourite song of an album, you know, or i thought was the best or anything like yeah. that. So I, that's why I'm very hopeful that I'm gonna hear, you know, great, great stuff from it. Um You must at least admire the work and effort of putting in with this this build and the show and the way nah. they behave and hold themselves. It's, it's, I almost see it like a stage show in the sense of like, almost like wrestling, you
1: know? The, uh, yes, but I don't like wrestling either, do I? That's the problem. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> so what, what I'm seeing, I, 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 I I would appreciate it, but I'm quite basic and I'm I'm quite happy to have people do no show whatsoever as long as the song is good, and that's yeah. the problem I have with Ghost. I I like. It's probably why I get so frustrated. Right. I like the image. I like the idea of that. Hmm. Uh, what are they call Nameless ghouls. Yep. I like the show set the, the way they did it with the nuns and all that. I thought it's, it's, it's a bit bonkers, but I enjoy it. Yep. And then I get really frustrated then that the music doesn't match the rest of it yep. to me. I know it does to a lot of people, but to me it doesn't match the rest of it because that's probably why I'm. I'm, I'm probably more angry at Ghost than other people who dislike Ghost are because I actually want to like the music. I want to be part of the fucking Ghost yeah. cult family, yep. but I can't. I keep trying it, and I genuinely, genuinely have listened to a ton of their music now, mm. and I would honestly say that I don't think I've come across a song that I could name now off the top of my head that I would say, uh, you know when you go like, I'm not really a fan of Ghost, but that one track, is good. I yeah. don't have one. I don't think wow. I have one. And I have listened to, I've listened to, What's the first, what main main album? Syracuse, whatever. I can't even say them. Oh, Maloria. M- 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 Maloria is that the a, album title. Yeah, is that song? That um, I'm thinking S- S- of? Cerise is Cerise. the yeah the, the yeah track. So Maloria. I've listened. Obviously, I listened to that bloody pop fucking cover. maybe that was a mistake. Which one? The the sixth track EP. Oh um... right. Well, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Well, when was that called? Uh, oh fuck! The Square Hammer Pope Star. Yeah, Pope Star EP. Yeah. There. Um, I've listened to but the one thing. Infinitesimum.
0: Here's the one thing I've got to jump in there and say, um I, I'm I'm generally amazed and that you don't you must have some thoughts or feeling towards their cover of the song Bible. You've listened to Bible from the Pulp Star EP. If it's on
1: Polkstar, i will listen to it. Yeah. listen to it It's thing. the
0: last track in it. Um I thought Polestar was average. And then I got to Bible, um, which is a cover of some no nothing Christian band. Um, who did a song called Bible and basically Ghost took it did it their own way and stuff like that and it is fucking incredible it's one of the best Ghost songs I've ever heard Sorry. and I would love to hear it live but I probably never will because I'd rather do the ABBA fucking cover which I can't stand you know I cannot stand
1: is there any things you say make me hate them yeah see I mean yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, it is like that but um, it's basically the major release today so uh, yeah check out for that review I am I, I you know, I'm excited for it. Um,
1: yeah, yeah yeah, But
0: do you think do you think Cardinal Cop- Coppola um pope, yeah, will, yeah. Will, will prove himself to be able to be Papa Murtis 4. Have you seen this?
1: He is just the same person. <laughs> Have I just is that a spoiler spoiler alert, he's not a different person.
0: He he, he he's not a papa yet. He's gotta prove
1: himself oh. by going out there. Well I would imagine he's Well, if if his if if in order to be the Pope or Papa you have yep. to be like what Ghosts were like on the previous albums, then he's probably going to be fine at that. Okay, I um, suspect he'll be okay. Know, what's he got to do to prove himself?
0: Well, I suspect they're sort of saying getting out on the road and do live shows.
1: Like sex and stuff like that. Well, oh.
0: going on the last time I saw them, and it was also Bloodstock, did it. Imagine
1: if you had to take a vow of silence.
0: <laughs> um, going on the last sort of time, I liked, uh, not the Bloodstone one, but in one way it's more personal, at like the Coco, Cold Cold, when I saw right. um I absolutely loved... Um, one thing I love I love advancement and bands and I love to sort of see them develop, particularly if you're doing a show and change and stuff like that. And um the watch ghost right. go from the go from <laughs> let me finish this to go to go from um the cardinal the, the cardinal, the um Pope style outfit outfit yeah. and then change into this more casual, um ringmaster style thing. Right. I fucking love I get this. I
1: get that. But, but I completely disagree with everything <laughs> except by that because I am, I am also pro-bands evolving, pro-bands changing. But what you're talking about with Goat is he changes his fucking outfit. No, 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 the no. The music's no. the same. The name of school's like the same. Everything's the fucking same except he's wearing a different makeup. No, no, it's like an evolution of that if It's not an evolution of their sa- sound, is it? I think so. Over the albums do think, it is. Do you think from the two tracks that you've heard so far... This sounds like a whole new ghost. No, no, no. I wouldn't say a whole new ghost, but I think Raps I mean, you might hear it now when you get the whole album. Don't get me wrong. It might be a different thing. This is purely based on the two singles. I don't listen to those two singles without being a super fan. So that is... There is that. Yep. And then listen to stuff like Square Hammer and, and, and stuff from the older albums and see anything evolving or different in this at all but i do with rats right. i think like because the thing is obviously you're gonna have to
0: sound like the band you are because otherwise you know, yeah, 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 yeah 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 of course yeah but yeah. with rats i really hear it i like i hear advancement i hear development i hear more imagination maybe there's more talent within the
1: new set of nameless goals and um, i'm gonna really piss you off now go on right because i actually see what they've done with this cardinal copia change of image mm. as very very similar to one other band who've come out and said that we're now attacking a different type of concept no, uh, no, which it's we not. talked about on a previous podcast. So, baby metal can come out and say, "We're done with light. We're going to do dark now," and then just do the exact same fucking thing. Yep. But tell everyone it's a new concept. <laughs> Ghosts that <laughs> come out and say, "Poppers are gone. Cardinal Copia now," uh, and they do the exact same thing. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> just in a different outfit. I, I hope I, I
0: hope. I so said we're talking about this the night before the album's released. Yeah, I yeah, hope. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope I'm wrong in that sense.
1: And I will, even though I'm not reviewing it, I will check it out still. Um, I have no desire to dislike Ghost. Mm. I'm not finding you know, I'm not having I am having fun <laughs> disliking Ghost because we we have we have some good debates about yep. stuff like this. Uh, so sometimes it's actually quite nice when we don't because a lot of the time we will find that we yeah. like a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. it's quite nice every now and then to have one it, that we don't. It is um so I got a question. Have any of you seen the video for Dance McCab? I watched That's one. I actually watched the uh, YouTube video to do the review.
0: They're for, sort of semi yeah. famous Does it hurt you to see Phil with his horns up, rocking out to It rest. helped me to
1: see, well, because that wasn't the real, um, proper video, that was there. There was, um, there was like a promo release video. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if there is a real proper video or not. There's but a don't promo there's release a video, video, which has all the different musicians and stuff yeah. like that, appearing in it. I listening to but the But it movies. was a, it was a, from what I read, it was a promo uh you know it was a song don't get me wrong but it's not the uh official video for oh for, yeah yeah i for, think it was uh, what Darth it was just car. yeah yeah but like uh you know it doesn't hurt me i mean jesus christ like they did lulu i can live with them doing stuff with Ghost. no i thought, james heckfield did it as well didn't it no it was kirk hammett and oh, was it i um, thought it was james heckfield yeah
0: um um no it was phil and summer as well and um, phil was what i was talking about but they do like white power
1: no no he had his headphones <laughs> on he was just like that right we don't even know if he was listening to Ghost.
0: Admittedly, don't get me wrong, there was this point where I was a bit like, they could be listening to fucking I anything, they could you be know? To anything.
1: But he could it they might have been like um earmuffs. <laughs> he is he's well known to be a ghost fan though, back when he, he A went. lot of people are, like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, this isn't me saying that ghosts are a terrible band, this is me saying that I don't get it. Yeah. I'm very aware that they're not a terrible band. I saw them at Bloodstock and the fucking crowd were like you know, they they were they were in awe yeah. of it all. And even I was I was like impressed by it all. So I know that they're not. This isn't me saying, he can't sing, they, they, they can't play guitar, they're a shit band. Yep. It's genuinely that. I listen to it, and I just don't get it. Now, if you were to come out and say to me, hey, check out this band from like 1983, um, you know, that kind of, I don't know what it would be, like a kind of pop rock, rock, stadium rock sort Glam of rock, I guess. band, something like that, mm. and I listen to it, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's cool, because that fits with the image that I've got in my mind when well, you show me a picture of Ghost and you show me all this stuff and then uh, and all the stuff they're going to do and the guys with their big electric guitars and their masks on I remember the first time I listened to it my biggest disappointment was because I was expecting like Cradle yeah 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 uh, you know I mean? remember this I co- yeah. and, I, I, and, and then I was like and that's the first thing that was a big letdown for me because I'd gone into it with these assumptions my own assumptions that like it's going to be this and then I was like completely taken aback by it, and I could never quite get past it. Mm. And I don't know if that's then tainted it for the rest of the time, because I keep trying to get into it. Yeah, I,
0: we had this we had this conversation very early on. What you talked about there, the story just mentioned about what you expected and what you didn't get, um, and it's still now X many years later. Do you need to change your
1: perception of ghosts? Well, it's like a long a long time saying, isn't it? For hundreds and hundreds of years about first impressions last. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, you know? yeah, exactly. I, I'm, I'm not doing it on purpose. I try to change my impression on them regularly by reviewing the singles, by yeah. listening to the albums. Which is by important, them yeah. about a show. And I'm also not like, pig-headed enough that if I heard a song that I liked, that I'd pretend I didn't. Yeah. Because I want to keep up this image of not liking ghosts. I'm quite happy to lose that image and start liking ghosts. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because there's no reason for yeah. you not to no, if it's what, a good why band would, and you're enjoying the band it.
1: Well, they're touring you can go and see them at shows yeah. like that. Why would I want to be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, That's you're ridiculous. not. Yeah,
0: and that would be ridiculous. <laughs> um, and as I said, the album will be reviewed and go and check Brendan's single reviews out for a, what what I would, ex- would expect to be somewhat of a contrasting opinion. I'm already presuming yeah, yeah. I'm going to like it. But um, it's exactly as Brendan said, it's not like, um, this is not about disliking a band for the sake of just liking a fucking band, mm. because Ghost are a popular
1: band, so it's not... There are ha- very, very, very few bands, I think that I was... There are a couple, there are very few bands, I think that we would just come out and say, we don't like them, without giving them a chance. There are a oh. few, don't get me wrong, there are a few that get in, involved in activities that are, you know, like, a, whether it's, like, racism or... or oh, okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, um, you just reminded me, fuck, you know what, you just
0: reminded me as well, that was the other controversy regarding Marduk, Um, I can't remember the name, there's a band... Um, it was a band that was opening for them on that show that uh, the venue found out had what 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 could be seen as anti-Semitic views oh, right. based off a song title. It caused an uproar with a, fan, a lot of fans asking for money, like, oh, I'm going because I want fans. I went and found out what the song title was. I fu- inf- not Infected, no, not Infected Dead. They're a great band, not them. Something stupid. I can't remember the name. They were like the support band, the first very band. On. The song right. fucking was called Jew Hunter. Okay. Yeah, that's
1: pretty anti-Semitic. You, like, I don't
0: care if it, that's not what you mean and it's not supposed to be anti-Semitic and it's just whatever. And the amount of people talking about freedom of speech, freedom of speech. You know what, guys? Seriously, talking about freedom of speech, the venue has every fucking right. Their property. Turn and grow. Nah. It, we're not it going to have you there. War. That's it. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Um,
1: You got a song called Jew Hunter. What the fuck?
3: Yeah. What got...
1: statement are you trying to send? I don't know. <laughs> Without knowing, them, the, only, the only way it can ever be forgivable as if you were doing some form of concept album about a guy who was known as a jew hunter or yeah, something like that yeah I mean. like it was a story and yeah, so what I mean, you can get, then them still things can kind of kind of work i guess yeah that was ever part of it
0: yeah i just remembered it came back to me there
1: anyway right moving on to track number five
0: hope you enjoyed the podcast so far um i think it's gone way better than it was on my own where i'm just talking off a script no scripts in people and um, no scripts yeah so this track comes from Erin Non Day and it's from the album Abandon of the Self. Released on March 9th, 2018. Abandon the Self is the fourth album from Erin Non Day or END uh, who are from France. They're French metalers. Get some great music from France nowadays, you know? You do. Um, and this is an experimental record. It doesn't but don't let that put you off because that doesn't overshadow the, the heaviness. This is a very, very heavy album that dips in and out of a number of subgenres. I call it a challenging listen because it's one where you listen and you need more than one goal to really take it all in. Um, sometimes I listen to an album, I listen to it and I'm like, okay, I pretty much got the review written. Um, that kind of thing, you know? Um, sometimes it's even easier to write off, get my first thoughts down and then see if they change. This was one where it's like, okay, this is three or four listens just to try and take it all in. But yeah, tell me what you think because um, this, is, this is the song Eclipse. <laughs> coming to the end now I'm going to wrap things up with just some general chit chat about the music we've been listening to the, the stuff we've been reviewing in the site over the last um, two weeks or so you know we're talking about well it's more than that but in in the minimum would have been 14 albums or EPs because one per day in the morning Yeah. plus the stuff we've been putting up during the day so I reckon in the last two weeks we've done at least 20-25 albums yeah at least at, at least uh, plus singles as well um, singles EPs yeah it's so- a hell of a lot. Um, even I wrote a fucking single review, which was yeah, I four. Know. yeah, no. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> I, know. I did feel weird doing it because, especially as like I write a single review and it was like I've written a paragraph. Yeah. It's like, how the fuck do you write so much <laughs> for I a single? I don't know why.
1: Not, like, I keep telling myself I'm gonna stop writing so much because mm. it takes me a lot longer then to do them. But I do like. I've always always written this way. I like to give like filler. I like to be like, right, this is who the band, especially if they're unknown. Yeah. This is who they are. This is t- about them. This is where they're from. You know like especially if they're like this is their first single or something like that I don't want to just go right oh this band that you never heard of release released a song is what it's called yeah you know I mean I try and like go right let me tell you about these guys
0: yeah see I operate on that if you want to find out more go to their Facebook and yeah, then
1: yeah. yeah yeah you are right um but it depends it, as well on the band because I didn't do it particularly for Good Charlotte like Good Charlotte's ones are a lot shorter because well, I don't need to tell people too much about Good Charlotte no that's true yeah so I, I tend to fill them out more for people that aren't potentially well known yep yeah but, um yeah, I mean,
0: as always, we've had some high-scoring stuff. um Like, and like, even now, like, I keep finding, like, I get these bands I've never heard of, and I look at where they're coming from and the style of music and say, and, like, one I want to mention now is, um I'm going to say the name wrong because it's a difficult one for me, Lortremont. Right. um The Almond Silent Disease, and this comes from uh, Russia, and every time, well, a place called Norovysky, a port city on the Black Sea in southern Russia, conjures up so many images in my head but um we 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 are getting in the metal world some absolute fucking amazing stuff from russia whenever i see a russian band contact us and they always seem to lean as well towards the heavier side of music be it black or death and stuff like that but some of the best stuff i've heard in the last couple of years is coming from russia i'm starting to get this like this notion when i'm seeing the same sort of countries pop up and say, Oh, we're from this country and so on, and yep. obviously the influences around them. And this is no different because this is like an extreme version of atmospheric and pulse black metal. So you get those combinations and then it's like a heavier version of that. Um the album's called Silence of the Deceased and it's it's out now, so make sure you go check it out. But fuck is this a good album? It's like one seven seven track seven trackers that's like what I call was a mixture of excessive extreme heaviness and sinister atmosphere. Um and it's those like seven tracks he's so you can already kind of go, well, it's not going to be 20 minutes long. It's going to be, like, long, epic kind of thing. And that's what you get here. It really is that kind of thing. And it's one of those that I listened to, and it flew by in, like, just a blur, as I always like to say. Um, and, yeah, I oh, fucking loved it.
1: Yeah, yeah really, really happy with that one. I think probably the best album I've reviewed in the last couple of weeks in the middle of these podcasts would be the Amorphous. Oh, Amorphous, um, yeah. Queen of Time. Yep. Yeah. Big band anyway. You know, this is, I didn't realise quite how long they've been going, but this was their 13th studio album. 13, Jesus. And that's not their only releases. They have like four or five live albums, compilations, 20 EPs, 60 singles. You know, they've, they've been doing this for They've a been a in a while, yeah. What I found really interesting about them though, is that actually, uh, I know these are stuff I didn't know until you do some research when you're writing stuff up. Yeah. this is why my reviews end up so long, because I read stuff that's interesting. I go, oh, I'm going to tell everyone. Yeah, you want everyone to know that. And like On their first album or two, they were a straight up 30-minute blast death metal band. Oh, really? That's all they were. And then as the albums progressed, maybe by album three, uh, they introduced a little bit of clean singing. And then by album four, they put a, a bit of keys in. And by the time they got to 13, they are now a full-blown um, folk-slash-power-slash-prog. I mean, we talk about the mix of things. They described themselves as power, prog, folk, rock, symphonic, death metal. Which is... Almost <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you know, like, it's really cool to see like um, the way that it's not been like uh, you know maybe seven albums in they went oh we're gonna switch our style. Band members haven't changed that much. There hasn't been that much of a change. It's changed the singer a few times. Yeah, it's just literally been that each time over the. 30 year career that they've had they've just started adding elements and they've just gone from like one end of the scale to the other it's amazing Where it's almost completely clean singing now it's not quiet it's still a bit heavy but I know the band's name but if you'd ask me like I would say I'll I, I tell me that it's not like oh I probably have
0: heard a song here but I've never really checked them out Yeah, I've definitely never seen them live not even at a oh, festival
1: I mean I, I yeah I've got no like real prior knowledge of them to before this before mm. Queen of Time but it's a fantastic album it's, all, it's like you said excuse me it's like you said a few minutes ago it's um it's quite a challenging. Listen, yep. if you try to do take it all in in one hit. Right. Because all the different elements, different layers. They have guest singers coming in, guest musicians, female vocals. Come. It's there's so much going on, and it's like a good hour and a bit of music as well. It's not like a short thirty minute album. You know, there is an awful lot going on. And I remember listening to it. And like, like I do, tend to listen to an album like maybe two, three, four times before I even write the review. Right. I tend yep. to listen to it on my way to work, and then I'll be maybe listening to songs while I'm at work, and then. Yep. You know, so it kind of happens like that. And uh, I didn't really like it an awful lot in the first time when I was okay. listening to it on the way to work. I remember getting there thinking like, oh, I don't really. It's a bit boring, you didn't take is. much in, it's yeah. Okay. Know, it's all- like there's a lot going on, but it wasn't really really working for me. But I'd then like two, three listens down the line, and I was like, yeah, they start picking out like you're like, oh, this is my favourite song. I really like this one. Do you know how that stuff? Yeah, happening? yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's probably the, the probably the best album full full album that I listened to over the last couple of weeks.
0: Oh well, well I'll tell you mine then. Um, mine has come from a band called Jollymon. Uh, the album is called Void Walker. It's actually not out yet, guys. Uh, I hate to break it to yet. it's not out till June eighth. But you might already know who they are because they've been around a while. But it, this is their fifth, f- fifth release, full length release, but their first in eighteen years. Um, I never even heard of them before this. So I was kind of like when I, that came, it was like, oh wow, okay. Um, but yeah so basically they're back and this is so we've we've covered a lot of bands in the past in the site the the stoner the stoner sound would stoner grungy sludge that kind of thing but also has a sort of spacey edge to it and like you kind of void Walker the cover the sort of titles of the track and stuff like that it all fits it but nothing annoys me worse when a band goes oh yeah you know we're sci-fi based or we have this kind of sci-fi theme and stuff like that and I listen I'm like it's just death metal guys Yeah. like well, what's the sci-fi man Jollyman no question it got a 9.5 out of 10 for me you know yeah. um, weirdly enough I was thinking about slightly off su- subject Um, we haven't given anything a 10 out of 10 in something like three months which is oh. like weird for us yeah I'm surprised um, are you, I don't nice. think you gave Parkway Drive 10 out of 10 did you?
1: If I didn't, I regret was, my decision. It eventually. might have been 9.5 or something like that. Yeah, it like might that. have been 9.5. 10, 10's always been like a hard one to break. The thing with the Parkway Drive album, and I'm going to go do a little talk, Parkway Drive talk yeah. here for a minute because you know I like the album a lot. And I think in the previous podcast I, I, I was talking a lot about I think song, we did, Pray, yeah, and about how Prey was my favourite song yep. of all time ever for, for now. Yep. Um but I remember, prior yeah. to that it had been The Void and prior to that it had been Wishing World. Well. Yeah. I can now proudly say Prey is no longer my favourite song of all time ever. <laughs> it is now Cronus, which is track nine on. Oh, so it's still a Parkway drive, park drive song. Okay. Which is now, it's actually, a, I didn't realise until recently, but it's actually so much better than Prey. But there you go, that's what happens. And uh, um, I don't, it didn't, the singles, the rest of the album didn't really hit me straight away. That's the thing with the Pathway Drive album, so that's probably why I didn't give it ten. Right. I loved the singles and I liked what I heard. Right, yeah, yeah. But I remember after that first couple of playthroughs coming away with it thinking like, oh, it's really, really good, but like the three singles are the best songs on that album. And then over the couple of weeks that I've come, I've grown to appreciate the other songs even more right. than the singles. Yeah. So if I you know it happens sometimes. If I was no. to review it now, I'd probably give it a ten. Now. You know, but you can't do it that you can't do it that way. Unfortunately, Just like that, you yeah. probably albums that I've given a ten. Where like, you know, three months down the line I think, you know, maybe I was too generous. There. Yeah, maybe it's should maybe it's but in year nine, yeah. It's about that instant impact, isn't it? What yeah, impact we, you have on me instantly, I mean, that's my opinion. And we're not gonna go back and start changing ratings nah, because you'd be we would doing that yeah, forever, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, we would be doing that forever. But yeah, but, yeah Kron- um, Kronos is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, back
0: to Jollyman. Um basically, you know, I'm not gonna to go too much into it, but make sure you check this album out because simply put, um I've I my last words for the review are something I still stand by, which is as returns go, like a return off eighteen years um, this has got be one of the best ever. Like, just so blown away by how great it been. Like I said, I know nothing about them before. And so yeah. I don't know um, if it, they were particularly well-loved or, you know, they, they were huge. Well, it couldn't have been huge because I would have heard of no, them. No, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, 18 years ago, I still would have been... Yeah, still would have been listening to metal. Yeah, like. exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, um,
1: I've never
0: heard of them either. But yeah, um, and elsewhere, jumping straight into another one from our neck of the woods, country of England, although from the north of England, so I guess it doesn't count. Um sense offender sense offender are one of those again that we've talked a lot about in this podcast who are combining several different things hardcore sludge and math core the gent whatever you want to call it um it's a dangerous
1: it, name though isn't it like for a load of drunk people to be chanting at a gig what sense, sense, offender. Offender. sense, offender. <laughs> sense offender sense offender sense offender, sense offender. <laughs> you yeah you start losing it yeah all. yeah
0: um yeah and even the even the ep is <laughs> called um i as in like the roman numeral for oh, i right, yeah, yeah so right. like you know it, it's it's not the easiest one to sort of thing, but it's it's a short EP. Um it's out now digitally, there'll be a physical it's five tracks. Um but like the joke is it's like sense offender and that does actually stick because this is one of those EPs where it's kinda of like all like records where you play to someone that doesn't like metal and they're just gonna go, it's just fucking noise. Yeah. Like it's an appalling mess. Like, particularly the opening track, The Sound of Braille. even for me I'm like this is just what the fuck? Whining feedback, static noises. But like for me, because I like the music, this music and the style, it's appealing. I'm like, oh, okay, it catches you off guard, but it's like, okay, right, what's this going to do? Go into and so on. But when it does kick into the sort of like the metal side of the thing, it really picks up in its pace, and you know, that's they There, you know, I'm always, I'm always excited, always excited to um when when a band's from England, you know, band's right. from England.
1: Um, well, this, this this one is a bit further away from England, but. Just do a quick pop quiz right tell me what genre you think this band are okay the album's called impending death and the band are called obliterate death metal, right, <laughs> Deathmel, <laughs> That's right? What it hits, yeah. it's got to be you can tell straight away yeah just sort of like um, okay they they, they class themselves as deathcore and i guess okay. there's a bit of that in there but it's predominantly no it's very 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 heavy, very, very heavy. Mm. really really heavy stuff um and i went into it thinking like oh this would be a nice nice review to do to be honest it's like a 30 minute seven or eight tracks yeah yeah you know, nice oh yeah yeah, perfect and, yeah you know it's not going to be too too complex it's going to be nice like you know just a nice blast of heavy metal and hopefully there'll be some good riffs so i don't i've got some good things to say about yeah. it yeah uh, i ended up giving it nine out of ten really and it is like yeah it's fantastic they're a canadian band called obliterate it's their second album um the first album was called the filth of humanity oh god <laughs> oh my god, they, god. yeah <laughs> then they, they did have like a self-titled ep in the middle um, you'd be very, very nicely surprised if you do give it a go, though, because it is not what I expected at all. It is not blast your face off, pure grindcore. You know, it's not like that. It is real, like for me, I found it really kind of groove laden, proper riff, really good solos, mm. really clever, really, really clever. I was like, ended up like, you know, just nodding my head all the way through it. Like, oh shit, this is this is not what I was expecting. Oh yeah, Probably. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I ended up giving it nine out of ten. So yeah, that that blew me away. Um, Said so, uh, Impending Death by Obliterate well worth checking out
0: well, I have got two more to mention then um, once again I'm, I don't know what it's been in the last couple of weeks but another band who have released their second album um, the fir- their first one was released ten years ago and now it's their second album You know, I don't know what it is about the last <laughs> couple of weeks but these bands has come our way um, it's the Sons of Alpha Centauri um, we've, we've covered them actually quite a bit they're our track of the week at the moment guys so go to the website on the homepage and you'll be able to play um, the uh, track of their week, which is, excuse me for a second, it's, oh, uh, I-O, oh, 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 i o. 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 I. O. I. O. I can't say yeah. that, You're just I-O, um, <laughs> yeah, um, from the album Continuum, um it's out, fun enough, today, as you listen to this, it's out today, it's out today, so, yeah, wasn't listed when I looked earlier on, so that's why I forgot about it, but yeah, it's out today, and it's, um, yeah, it's really fucking good, it's an epic, introspective journey, of progressive, electronic, alt alternative rock which might sound almost off-put probably to you when you hear the words electronic and alternative rock yeah. it's not like <laughs> it's it leans towards the more metal side of things it's just and they get that balance like i love people that get the balance of electronica and rock perfectly together like in the sense say something like Ramstein does where you don't really notice the electronic it's not like it's um well yeah zelanado is another good example and um, getting that perfect, where it fits it in it, it makes it better rather than being distracting. It's not jarring, we are sort of hearing unnecessary samples and beats chucked in. But yeah, that's a that's a great album, guys, eight eight track long. We've also got an interview with them on the site too, so make sure you check them out. And the last one I'm gonna talk about is a solo album um, from someone I knew nobody nothing about, Bob Castionis. Uh, he's a Greek, Greek-based multi-instrumentalist producer, video director, uh, released his fifth solo album called Prognosis and Synopsis. He's known for his keyboard and guitar work with Firewind and Outloud. Um, and he's been a member of Sirius Black, Septic Flesh, Revolution, Renaissance, and and a songwriter for Camelot. So dude's been around. And, um, you know, I'm always a bit iffy. I don't know how you feel. When you get a sort of solo record from someone that's more well-known for doing keyboard and stuff like that, I always get a little bit like... Mm you know, is it going to be, well, yeah, it's a solo record. Is it going to be any fucking good? But, um, this yeah. guy, this guy, this guy fucking, I love it. Right. Um, I love it because like it's, it's, it's not heavy on the keyboard. It's more about guitar. It's all about guitar solos and stuff like that. Um, and it's got this sense of epic that oh, I love it. When my, when songs get my hair standing at my back of my neck, that kind of thing. And there's a particular song that I want to sort of point out, which is, um, Dark, what's two Dark Matter and a- Aegean Sunset that the the latter particularly it's like a video game soundtrack almost to like the sort of thing you could be fighting a boss to in Dark Souls or something like that um, really surprised me took me really by really surprise I expected maybe you know you sort of sometimes you think you, you not that you're making up your mind before you go in but you're kind of going okay well I'm not expecting much of this maybe it'll be a, a 7 or whatever and so on it ends up being a 9 out of 10 you know
1: yep yeah no, that's cool yeah Got any more? What else did I do? Candlemass? Oh Candlemas yeah, yeah, I mentioned Candlemass, yeah, because that's an odd one. Yeah, it was an odd one. Um obviously been been around for a long time. Mm. Um didn't realise until I started like reviewing it that it was a soundtrack for a game. That's right, yeah. Where'd you review? Yeah, which which kinda of surprised me. There was a point where I was like, Oh, I might stop on this, but then as I kinda of listened to into it, it was more like it's sort of stands alone as music of its own anyway. But yeah, no, that was, <coughs> excuse me, that was pretty good. Um Aside from that, just quick name drop a couple of um newish newish bands for people to check out which, um single reviews up on oh site. yeah yeah of course yeah um so the three single reviews that have gone up in the last couple of days two from finnish bands Fin from finland one i prefer over the other um the least preferred one was band called lost division which i enjoyed i did enjoy it mm. um very kind of like old school uh like uh as in i think i compared it to like lita ford right yeah um, yeah that's right yeah female front there. the guitars are a bit heavier than like lita ford and the runaways and all that sort of stuff but you know that's kind of what what kept popping in my mind it was like pat benatar or like Bar- <laughs> barracuda and stuff like well, that. that's what was they, like, oh, okay if that's the image you're getting yeah you know but it, it, it's an enjoyable i think i think it's a sort of um i remember listening to it and thinking like just get sort of stuff that if it catches like the band could become like huge right it's really catchy stuff or that wouldn't normally be my go-to yep uh sort of music the other one which is a band called hang on i'm just trying to remember uh old friends was a song and the band are called river man oh yeah yeah these guys are really new really really new this is like you know it's not quite exclusive but this is like gbhbl bringing you really really new stuff really they haven't got a facebook they haven't got a website they haven't actually got any official releases. They've just put a song up on YouTube which was recorded during some demo wow. sessions. So while I've reviewed it as a single, it's technically more of a demo. Okay, yeah. Um, Female fronted again. Oh. Uh, kind of many different elements again. It's It's dark rock rather than light metal <laughs> okay right um, okay with yeah lots of folk elements so there are band members that are listed purely as cello players and stuff oh there. that kind of thing yeah so it's very very interesting listen. listen. the least thing's got a beautiful voice man she sounds sounds i've no evidence of this but she sounds classically trained as in operatic all oh, right it reminded me of taja Turunen from, from night night wish. Wish, yeah. wish um really beautiful voice i genuinely like Sort saw yeah you were amazed uh, by uh, it, yeah. Yeah, she's got a beautiful voice, and music okay. was great, and it all like, it worked. And there are even moments where it comes in with heavier vocals and that as well. So it does work on the whole metal side of things, but... Yeah, they're called Riverman, they're from Finland. They've got a song called Old Friends. You can check the review out on the site, or look them up on YouTube to hear the song. Um, yeah, hopefully good big things coming from them. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. And <clears throat> the last one, which was a band that I'd never heard of, well, this is not their debut album. I think it's going to be their second album, actually. Um trager okay so these are dutch so from holland uh, we don't get much metal from holland no you don't get an awful lot of it do you and um these are what, one of the ones i was talking about earlier on actually they class themselves as technical black death metal oh right yeah uh, yeah with okay. a symphonic hint okay <laughs> so they've got quite a bit going on in it and um, what i like about them though and again it kind of sounds a bit weird with them being dutch is that they are purely concept albums so far um their concepts sort of work in in our, one of our favourite bands sort of uh, area which is Tourist Ass so the first uh, kind of in the environment of like the last oh. album so the new album that's coming out uh, 15th of July is called The Journey of a Man uh-huh. and it tells the story of one man uh, in ancient Greece sort of world, so on the river Styx and all that sort of stuff okay, and that... he's basically um, he's either I, I'm, not, I'm not overly sure on the details let me tell you how they put it actually because it's probably easier to do it that way um, from the mystical, enigmatic Far East, covered in Anthology of the East, which was their first album, this time we travel to ancient Greek times where a young man finds out he is to perish soon. Wandering the complex maze of emotions and disease running through his veins, Journey of a Man tells a tale of his downward spiral into the abyss. With Morai awaiting his final demise, a mind crippled with melancholy and his body travelling down the river Styx, his spirit is finally released. But the whole album is it's a concept it's all about this one man and his journey and all yeah. that so anyway the, the one song that they've released so far which is actually the last song of the album which I found enjoyable but I do feel like I would have got it more if I'd heard the previous one. right song. yeah yeah because it's going to a story build. So yeah it's called Death Journey's End right so you know spoiler alert he <laughs> died at the end <laughs> you know but it's uh, really, really good, man. It's really good. There's lots of little folk elements, little symphonic elements. The vocals are heavy. They yeah. are black metal styled vocals, which is great. But the music is not always. So it does occasionally drop down into like a lot of uh, acoustic, little symphonic met- elements. And then the black metal vocals come back right. in. Works really well. Really, really good stuff. So that's Kant. Journey of a Man is the album coming out on the 15th of July. And the single up on the site now is called death journey's end awesome
0: yeah so as Brendan said several times there just go to the site they're all there you haven't even got to click the tabs just click previous and you'll see everything as they go right let's um close things out then with the last track which comes from a london based band are we not going to talk about partway drive more no, no, we'll okay. save that. We'll, well, I think we'll save <laughs> it for like a Parkway Drive special where I sit <laughs> I think, here quietly. Yeah, well, and, you tell you which one's my favourite <laughs> song.
1: <today.
0: laughs> um, yeah, so Butcher and the Fog are a London-based three-piece and they're playing raw, fast, heavy music inspired by the likes of Motorhead and High on Fire. And they take elements from metal, noise, punk and rock and stick it all together and basically get fucking on with it. Again, a theme of this particular podcast, it's going to be their um, second album first in four years after a four year injury forced hiatus so they've been out of the game for four years where they've basically spent this last year gigging trying to get back into this, this swing of things um, and I, I, again it's always like a positive story okay you've had a bit of a hardship and you're back to do your second album so it sends it positive vibes and there's no doubt by the end of this album which is called by the way a screaming reflection um, that, that's, that's, that's exactly what it is so that's the track we're going to play for you. We're going to end this podcast on Screamer Reflection. Um, thank you for sticking with it. It's probably the longest of all of them we've ever done. Um, not, excluding, not including the specials, at least these yeah. weekly ones. Um, the first of the new style. So hopefully it went pretty good. You're hopefully you're happy with it and enjoy the tracks we played. So we'll see you in a few weeks' time. Well, no, we won't actually. We'll see you next week with a different one. But yeah, this music. I don't yeah. know. They're all, they're all going to be called episodes. Episodes now anyway. Yeah. So it doesn't really fucking matter. we we'll electronically see you in the future. Yes. Yes. I just to say that. See you next time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Enjoy Screaming Reflection by Butcher in the Fog.